Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Mark Stuchowski Podcast, the show that's all about helping you perform at an optimum level. I am Mr. Productivity, and it is my obsession to teach you how to be a more productive you. And what I'm doing until April 12, 2020, I am giving away to one lucky person 30 days That's four 30-minute sessions, 30 days of one-on-one productivity coaching with me. All you have to do to enter is go to markstucheski.com slash win. Now, I realize that's a complicated name, so you can go to the show notes and look at the link, but it's markstucheski.com slash win. Enter today for a chance to win 30 days of productivity coaching with me, Mr. Productivity. It's a $500 value. On the show today, hey, do you work a nine-to-five job? You tired of that nine-to-five job? Well, I have Jen Schultz on the show today, and we're going to give you some ideas on how you can free yourself from that nine-to-five job. So let's get right to it. Jen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Mark. Great to be here. I'm glad you're here too, because I really, really love the title of your I mean, your website, your whole thing. Tell us what the name of your website is again, because I just absolutely love this this URL. Yeah, thank you. It's www.thenon925.com. The nine. Yeah. And so that's what we're going to be talking about. I'm super excited to have you on the show today because so many people, and I know you know a lot of people. I know a lot of, I know a lot of these people who are just like the Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. And they're like, well, this is all I can do. I'm just going to stay at this job for 50 years and then die. And we're going to, we're going to give you some solutions on that. But before we do, Jen, take about 20 seconds or so and tell the audience who you are and what you do. Yeah, well, I'm Jen Schultz, and I am the founder of the Non 9 to 5. And I provide uh, education and coaching support for people who know that they're not meant for a 9 to 5 job. They know that they're meant to fulfill their purpose doing independently employed work, aka self employed work, be a business owner, be an entrepreneur, whatever word you want to use. Um, and I teach them how to quit their job so they can really step into that purposeful work. Excellent. And if I've ever had an episode of the podcast that had a ready-made title for the podcast players is the non nine to five. Now, who is not going to want to click on this episode and listen to this one? It's a great built-in title. So let's talk a little bit about how did you get to this point? Because were you um, a minion of corporate America and you reached the point mm-hmm. that says, you know, enough is enough. Yeah, um, great question. I actually never worked in corporate America. Um, I was a teacher. And uh, well, teaching was actually my second career, but I was a teacher. And I got to a place in my teaching where I found myself battling depression and anxiety. And also having a really deep knowing inside that inside of myself that I was meant to create something on my own. Um, I really craved autonomy and freedom, and I, I didn't like being told what to do, how to do it, when to do it, where to do it, what I could say, what I could not say. And I, uh, I quit my job. Um, I quit my job, and when I walked out that door, there was no more paycheck. There were no more health benefits. There was nothing like that happening for me. But then that really propelled me into stepping into the entrepreneurial world. You know, I went against all safe norms, if you will, 
to start my work. Um, and my first business was called Teacher on the Go. So I took everything I knew about teaching and I created a business on my own. And then I realized that there were so many other people like me in the world feeling unfulfilled, feeling stuck, feeling stagnant, perhaps in toxic work environments that really know that there's a purpose that is much greater for them that they are meant to fulfill on, doing it on their own terms, serving and supporting people in however way that is, and generating an income on their own terms. A couple of follow-up questions for you. What did you teach? I was a first grade teacher. Oh my. Um, yeah, I, I taught other grades as well, but at that time I was a first grade teacher in the uh, South Bronx in New York City at a top performing charter school. I worked with kids who were considered at-risk youth and I was also a, a special um I was a certified special education teacher. Nice. So you left a job, you quit your job with no income, no paycheck. Is that mm-hmm. something you recommend cuz I've heard people say Start a start a side hustle, build that business up, replace your current income. You, uh, mm-hmm. Would you recommend someone if they don't like their job just to quit it without any any savings or any paycheck? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't, you know, I would never say to someone, just quit your job and you'll figure it out. That would be irresponsible of me. Um, but what I do with people, it really depends on their personal situation. If I'm working with someone and they are just miserable and they don't know what to do and they need to leave, we're going to, we're going to work on that together to figure out what is the step for them. Because the thing is that it's not just quit my job now, and it's not just start a side hustle and then quit my job. There's so many different possibilities and variables that we have to take in consideration. And what works for one person doesn't necessarily work for another person. I have uh, a client of mine who, when we started to work together, she worked in her full-time job for about, I want to say about a year and a half until she exited and we created a plan. I have other clients that um, are still in their their full-time jobs because it's not time yet. And then there are other people I work with who quit, quit pretty quickly on. So it definitely runs the gamut. Hmm, interesting. Well, before we get to the how, what are some mistakes that you made when you walked out of that teaching job? I'm assuming I'm going to make an assumption here that you did not leave during the class. You waited till like the end of the school year. <laughs> um, yeah, bye kids. I had enough of you. Um, but what are some of the mistakes that you can go back, reflect back on now? We're, lo- we're doing this on April 4th, 2020. We're looking back. What are one or two mistakes that you made that you say, well, if I had a chance to do it over again, I wouldn't have made these mistakes? Um, you know, I, I, I'll first say to that, Mark, I don't regret, I don't regret quitting the way that I did. Um, and I actually, I didn't wait till the end of the school year. Oh, I quit right before the holidays in December of 2010. Um, and that's just what had happened for me. Um, but what's interesting though, is when you ask about mistakes, um, there's one that pops up into my mind over and over and over again. And it may not be even what you think it is, but this is what intuitively comes to my mind. When I was first trying and first putting together my first business teacher on the go, and I didn't really know what I was doing. I was at a place where I had had someone design a logo for me. And it was actually a really great logo. This guy was so talented and he gave 
was giving me this logo for a really, really fair price. And I don't know what was going on with me, but I haggled this guy and I haggled and I was trying to get him to, to bring this price down of this amazing logo. And he said to me, he got so frustrated with me that he said, no way. I'm not doing this job for you at all. I don't care. You know, and that, cause then I was like, well, all right, yeah, I'll pay the full price. And he was like, nope. And, um, and I wasn't able to use that logo going forward. And that was just a couple months after I'd quit my job, you know, and I didn't really know what I was doing. I didn't really understand how to value someone else's services at the price point that they set them at. Cause I had no training in that area. Mm. That's a very key point because one of the questions I ask people who reach out to me for coaching, I'll ask them, have you ever hired a coach? And if the answer is yes, I know they probably have some kind of framework in their minds about what coaching costs. If they say no, that puts up all kinds of flags in my brain to say, okay, I have to go about this a different way because if they're thinking coaches is ten dollars coaches are ten dollars an hour, they're gonna be shocked. And so it's kind of a qualifier because most people, whether you're hiring a speaker, a coach, doesn't matter. If you've never dealt with that industry before, you have no idea what the the price ranges. And so you bring up a very good point because if you've never dealt with a logo designer or a website designer or anything like that, if you, you have no context, you have no way of saying that's a good price or, or mm-hmm. uh, I'm being uh, ripped off or overcharged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree. Um, because, you know, taking a step into, um, coaching, mentorship, educational support, it comes with a willingness to make a financial investment and a willingness to put the time into it as well. Um, and that could be a new territory for some people for sure. So let's get, let's get really granular here. Let's talk about the how, because you deal with clients that help them leave the corporate world. Give us some, I mean, don't spill the whole story because you've got a book, you've got a website. I don't want to give all the, the details out, but Someone's listening to this conversation. They're saying, you know, you know, Jen's got me thinking, I, I, you know, I really want to go out on my own. You know, I've been at this job. I'm really good at this job, but you know, I, I don't like this job anymore. It could be the boss, the commute, the wallpaper, whatever the case may be. I'm ready to move on. But Jen, I, I, I how do I get started? What's my, what's my first step? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. So that's a great question. So I actually teach, uh, six steps. Um, when I'm working with clients and I refer to them as steps to living the non nine to five way and those six steps. So here's the thing about that is that um, they're listed one, two, three, four, five, six, but they don't necessarily, they're not meant to necessarily go in chronological order because it is so individualistic. And I take a very holistic approach, but for someone who's saying I'm in this job, I don't want to be here anymore. I know I want to start something on my own, you know, what, what, what do I do? The first question is really to um, get very clear for yourself how serious you are about this. Because I don't know about you, but I talk to a lot of people who say, yeah, I, I want to leave my job. I want to start a business. But it's one thing to say, to be you know, saying it. It's another thing to start taking actions. Mm. And the way that I personally and how I teach my clients to get clear on things is that 
you've got to have a really good relationship with your intuition. You've got to really know your gut. You've got to really be able to listen to yourself, not listen to what the collective is saying, not listen to what family members are saying, not listening to what colleagues, what friends, what social media is saying. You've got to really look with inside yourself and ask yourself, how badly do I want this? How much does does this mean to me? Am I willing to make some sacrifices along the way? And I think those are some starter questions to really ask. And only the individual knows for him or herself, you've got to ask yourself those questions and really come up with whatever the truth is for you. Very, very key point. I hope the listener didn't miss that because seriousness is really a a linchpin, a key, because like you said, Everyone says, oh, someday I'm going to write a book or someday I'm going to launch a podcast or someday I'm going to be a speaker. But it stops there because they're not serious. I mean, I have were I thought I was serious. I wanted to be a professional soccer player, but I really wasn't willing to do what you talked about sacrifice i wasn't really to put an extra work i wanted to go play and have fun and so seriousness is really key and i I want the listener to write that down if you're driving you know maybe when you get to the the next light write that down how serious are you because is this just a fantasy or are you really serious about taking your life to the next level and if you are content to where you are that's fine there's nothing wrong with that just don't complain about it. But if you want to move on, get serious about it. And I, I think that's really a key point. And I think people listening to this show, my fear is they'll just, ah, oh, serious, yeah, blah, blah, get in, get in the good stuff. But I really think that is a good nugget. That is a golden piece of knowledge because it all starts with seriousness. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to add, absolutely, you've got to be serious about it. And I want to add, um, there's three key, key points here as well. Um, I've gotten really clear as a result of the time. So it's been over nine years now that I've been independently employed and on my own. And I've gotten really clear that there are three components that folks have to have in place. So one is commitment. You've got to be committed, right? You've got to be serious. That's that commitment. Then consistency. So as you are starting to take actions, They've got to be taken over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And there needs to be a really fierce level of willingness. You've got to be willing to weather the storm, so to speak. So right now, right, we're weathering a storm. We're weathering COVID-19. It's a big storm that we have. It's something that we've never experienced um, in our lifetime. And there needs to be um, a willingness from all of us to look at, okay, here's what's happening. What is my role in this? What am I meant to do? How can I take this time and, um, and almost even see it as a positive to, you know, for people who want to do purposeful work in the world, utilizing this time to go, okay, you know, here's what's happening in the world. If I was, or if I am a business owner, I would need to weather the storm. I hope that makes sense. What I just said, because I, I, sometimes I just get into it and I start <laughs> talking and I can't stop because I'm so, this is my life's work. I am so passionate about this and so committed to seeing that people who are meant to be non nine to fivers and that they're serious, that they have support in place and they have someone that can really bring them step by step. 
Well, you know, when you're talking there, what popped in my head is the gymnast Simone Baez. Okay. She exercises and practices like virtually all day, every waking moment. She sleeps and she practices her gymnastic routine. And that's why she is at the top of her game. She doesn't go, well, I'll do it a couple hours this weekend. I'll take a month off and I'll eat a whole bunch of chocolate cake and, you know, ho-hos and, you know, ice cream. <laughs> she's serious about being the number one gymnast in the world. And she sacrifices time with her friends. She sacrifices, you know, with the pain and the time and because she's serious about it. And that's what we're talking about. You may not want to be a gymnast, but if you really want to be successful working for your own, you got to have that kind of dedication and say, okay, it's Christmas, but I'm going to spend an hour working on my blog, or I'm going to spend an hour working on podcast interviews or something like that. You got to be serious about it. And I think this, I know we're camping out on this word for a very long time, but I think hmm. it's very, very important because if you look at anyone else, uh, Mark Cuban or a uh, Brendan Burchard or Tony Robbins or Oprah Winfrey or Tim Ferriss or Bill Gates, et cetera, et cetera. These people are very serious about what they're doing. They don't take care. Don't look at life going, eh, whatever. They're serious about it. And if you want to succeed, the secret to success, I believe it comes down to seriousness. It all starts there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, you know, with that seriousness, that commitment, that consistency with the gymnast you were talking about, right? So she has that commitment. She's made a commitment to gymnastics. It's, it's, it's in her heart. It's what she knows she's meant to do. And if she's in the gym every day and doing what she's doing, she's being consistent. And then of course, with all that comes a level of being willing and willing to stay with it. Um, and it, and actually is a lot of fun. Like I have transformed as a human being. I've transformed as a woman, as a person who was never consistent, who had a hard time committing to anything, but because I saw that there was something I was meant to do, I had to keep stepping into it. I had to keep stepping up and up leveling myself. Um, and, and look, Hey, it's not for everyone. You know, there are probably, um, you know, you'll have listeners that are listening that are like, I am serious. Then you have listeners like, you know what? I'm not actually that serious. And that's okay. There's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with that. It's just a choice. And of course, we're dealing with through this global pandemic, unlike has ever happened in the history of the world. No one has gone through this ever. And a lot of people are sitting home and they're used to going to a job Monday through Friday, eight to five. And now they're staying up and binge watching Netflix until two o'clock in the morning, sleeping at 10 o'clock. This is a prime opportunity to go take that course or maybe unwrap that course or log into that course you bought six months ago, or maybe read some books or start a blog. This is the time you're never going to have a better opportunity to start than right now, especially if you're stuck at home because you got furloughed or laid off or whatever the case may be. This is the perfect time. And if you are serious, then let me ask you a question, listener. What are you doing with your time when you're furloughed? I mean, are you watching Netflix all day? Are you playing, I don't know, Angry Birds or you know, on any of the virtual <laughs> games online? What do you do? Because that's where the seriousness comes. Because, Jen, if they're not serious right now when they're home all day, they're not going to be serious when this thing's over with. Mm -hmm. Would you agree with that? Yeah. You know, this is it. it here's what I'll say, Mark. It's it is an interesting time, um, you know, for some people that are binge watching Netflix and 
you know, staying up to all hours of the night. Uh, there's kind of like two, two thoughts I have to that. One is that um, a time like this can really trigger, you know, um, depression and anxiety for some people. And, and, and that could be what some people are going through. And it, it makes sense, you know, and, and if that is the case, then um, you can't start a business or take a course when you feel that low. It's very hard to create things and inspire and feel inspired when you feel that low. However, if you are someone that, you know, maybe you have recently lost your job due to what's happening, um, this is a really uh, pertinent time to reflect and take pause and ask yourself, okay, what is it that I want? What's important to me? What is my purpose? And there are those people who not just know because of the pandemic, the global pandemic that we are experiencing now, but have known for a while that are in full-time jobs, that that job is not fulfilling for them. Mm. That this is a time to really pause, reflect, reevaluate. I can say, you know, with the work that I do, I continue to connect with people through all of this because there are people through all of this that are saying now really is my time and I want support and I want help. And I say, great, my hand is reached out to you and let's connect so we can get you that support and have you really start taking steps toward where your energy is really meant to go with this one life you have on planet earth. Mm, I love that. Okay. So let's say the listener goes, okay, Jen, I'm serious. Okay. What is the next of your six steps that you would go to after they are serious? What's the next step? Well, do you mean, Mark, um, if we're if we've already started working together or someone's just like, Jen, I'm serious. I want to talk to you. Uh, let's say they're, we've piqued their interest by listening to this conversation and they go, okay, I'm serious. What do I do next? I mean, what can they do? What can they do today as they're listening to this, uh, this episode? What can they do right now? They may be quarantined. Maybe they don't have any money. Maybe they lost their job and the money they have has got to go toward rent and food and utilities. What can Mm -hmm. they do something now that tangible to get them a little momentum? Yeah, something small that popped into my mind because I've done this during times of times of my life where I've had some extra time is, you know, if you if you are serious about independently self-employed work and know that there's a purpose outside of your job, I would really take again that time to pause and reflect and write down, just take pen to paper because things that are living inside of our head does not work at all. If you're not speaking it out loud, if you're not getting it down on paper, and I would say paper, you don't, you don't need to go around telling everyone, just put it down on paper and write down the things that would feel exciting for you to do. And let me just, let me clarify when I say things work that would feel really good, uh, service, a product, something that lights you up and excites you, something that makes you get excited. And then you go, oh my gosh, that feels really scary. Or something you are done that you like that you say, I would love to do that, but I don't know if I could really do that. That combination of getting lit up, feeling excited, feeling joy, even if it's, even if it's 
excuse me, even if it's for two seconds and then having fear come in right after that, that means you're on the right track. Mm. That means you're meant to go in that, in that direction because that automatic feeling of joy, of excitement, that thing that just pops into your mind, that is your intuition speaking to you. That is your intuition saying there's something here. And then what usually, what will not usually, what will happen right after that is then fear kicks in and tells you why you can't, why it wouldn't work, gives you all of the reasons. But that's also a sweet spot to be in because if that's happening, that's a direction you're meant to go in. Now you're, you're not, if you make a list of 10 things, you're not meant to do all 10 of those things, but it's just a little baby step to take to get it out of your head and onto paper. And I love how you said, get it on the paper. I'm a big fan. I have my Brendan Burchard high performance planner. I actually write in it every morning and every night. When you take the thoughts out of your head and put them on paper, now they're real. Now, when fear comes, like you say, it will come. Now you can say, ah, 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 nope, got it right here. Got it on a piece of paper. It's real. But if you keep it in your head, you go, well, maybe I didn't think that. And that's why I think it is so important to do what you say, Put it on paper. Number one, it's in your own handwriting. Number two, it's real. It's on a sheet of paper. And I I can't emphasize it enough. I'm so excited you said that because that is so important. And I will tell the listener what you're going to experience when you start writing. You're going to start writing a bunch of ideas. And all of a sudden, it's going to like your subconscious mind closes off. This is a critical point. You have to be patient through this critical moment of silence. It could be five seconds. It could be five minutes. But I believe the gold is really going to happen if you wait till after that period, that awkward period of silence where you say, I got nothing because I've done it myself. If I sit there long enough, all of a sudden the subconscious mind goes, oh, you want the good stuff. Here it is. Have you found that as well? I actually, so it's interesting that you say that I've, um, I do writing every day and they're very specific tools that were taught to me by my mentor. And, um, I will write and I'll keep writing, um, until I feel like I've gotten everything out of me. Um, and I will be shown like what I'm meant to put down on that paper, but it's definitely, it's definitely a process of staying with it. Like not just getting up, like just really staying with it, staying there and writing until there's nothing else to write and just writing, 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 writing. And there's a reason that that's happening. Excellent. Well, before we wrap up the episode today, do you have anything that you want to share with the audience that we haven't talked about yet? Because you gave us a lot of value already, but is there anything else that you wanted to share with us? Um, hmm. Well, you know, I would share just in regards to what we spoke about um, that, you know, there is support, there is help. Um, you know, if you're in a nine to five job, um, if you're in it right now and you know, that's not where you're meant to be. Listen to that gut, listen to your intuitive feeling. Mm. There's a reason why that's coming to you. It's not just magically happening. That's a definite. No, if you're getting that feeling, there's a reason for that. Um, and if you are someone during this time, um, in our, in our world and in our lives that has lost their job, Um, I know how scary that can feel um, and know that that makes sense and your feelings are totally valid. And I invite you to look at it, how that could actually be a positive for you, how it could actually, this time could actually be very supportive and that there's so much possibility and potential on the horizon. Hmm. 
Very, very wise words. I will tell you that, you know, I took a significant hit when, you know, COVID-19 happened, they started closing everywhere in the world, you know, because clients, when they lose their jobs, obviously coaching is not more important than food and shelter. But what I decided to do, I took the advice of Brendan Burchard, who I admire very much, is I doubled down. I'm doing more webinars, more training, more appearances on social media, more podcasts, because I've got the time. And so if I can do a podcast with you and I could do a, an Instagram live and I can help people, I'm doubling down. A lot of people, a lot of colleagues I know, they're like, woe is me. I don't have any clients because their clients lost their job and they got to keep their house. I decided to take the opposite approach and double down and help more people. And you know what? I believe I will get paid back that maybe in a month, maybe in a year, but I believe um, I read Adam Grant's book, um, Give and Take. It's an awesome book. And I realize I'm a giver and givers are people who like to give and give and give. And that's what I like to do. I can tell you're a giver as well. And I think that I, we have a choice. We can, we can wallow in our self pity. Um, or we can give and, and, and you may be really scared and you may be really, you know, I don't know how I'm going to pay the bills and feed the kids, but you know what? I think you have to rise up and punch fear in the face and say, look at dude. No, not today. Not today. I am going to do what I can. Now, that may be a little thing, but if you move a little, take one step in that direction, just one step, you're going to feel so much better than if you just sat there and watched Netflix all day. Now, some people may disagree with me, but I'm trying to encourage people that if you're feeling that you got punched down, you're not knocked out. Get up, use the ropes. If you're going to use a boxing uh, metaphor, use the ring, stand back up because the world needs, like Marie Forleo says, the, you have got a gift. Everyone has a gift that the world is dying to hear. And I really believe that if you don't share your gift with the world, you're robbing the world. Someone else said that, and I can't think of who said that for the first time. So I really implore the listener to you know, do something today. After listening to this episode, go do something today that's going to get you excited. I don't care how small it is, but do something to get you going in the right direction. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that. Um, and something that I actually always say is that if you are not providing, making possible whatever your gift is, your talents, your strengths to others, it's actually an act of selfishness mm -hmm. because you are holding something back. Um, and it is not cliche and it's not cheesy. It's true. If we all actually saw that each one of us has various amazing strengths, skills, gifts, and talents. And we all really utilize those to the fullest. Our world would look vastly different. So if you are holding something back that you know, like you're kind of thinking to yourself, like, I think I could do that. That's pretty good. I like that thing. I'm pretty good at it. Don't hold it back. Because if you're holding it back, you're being a selfish person. Mm-hmm. Love it. Jen, where can we find you online? Yeah, let me, uh, you can find me online and I'd, I'd love to share something I'd love to, to give to your listener as well. So um, online, I'm at the non925.com, all spelled out, all letters. And if you go to the non925.com, um, I want to gift you with uh, a mini PDF ebook that I've written. It's entitled The Number One Step to Staying With your business mission. And on my website, you can just put in your uh, name and your email and you'll get that right there. And then on my website, you can find me. There's links to my Instagram and my Facebook page there as well. 
Excellent. Well, we gave a lot of value for the listener. I just hope that they do something as a result of the conversation. So, Jen, thank you so much for being on the show. It was awesome, awesome having you on the show. Thank you so much, Mark. I so appreciate it. And just before we go, don't forget to head on over to markstrucheski.com forward slash win and enter for your opportunity to win 30 days of one-on-one productivity coaching with me, Mr. Productivity. It's four 30-minute sessions. All you have to do to enter and win is go to markstrucheski.com forward slash win I know that's a mouthful, so go to the show notes, get the link, enter today. The contest ends midnight central time on April 12th. MarkStrucheski.com forward slash win. I hope you are the lucky winner. And until we meet again, my friend, go be productive.